wildcard weekend, we got a pretty terrible slab of games. I think we can all agree it was probably one of the worst weeks of football ever. Yeah, we we kind of jinxed it the yeah. week before because we said, oh, it can't get worse than this. And then the divisional round happened. You know? Well, the thing the thing is, we're watching like the divisional round, like after the worst week of football, we kind of sat there and the football gods blessed us and gave us probably the best week of football ever. Probably three of the four like best games all season. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there was, there was definitely one pretty boring game, relatively <laughs> Ryan. boring game, but um but nonetheless, all four games finished and I hate saying finished on the last play because that sounds stupid because all like games on the last Yeah, play. yeah, cuz there's there's going to be every single game like was that. decided by the last play. But yeah. essentially, yeah, it was either a field goal or overtime loss so obviously there there are many people out there that think the overtime rules in the nfl are complete and total bs with those people i'd agree the only people that don't think so are either current nfl defensive players or former nfl defensive players apparently they love the current overtime rules but um i i think they're idiots but (laughs) it's a win-win for the defense oh it is yeah because because if you if you don't get a chance to play, your team wins. If you do get a chance to play and you, your team loses, well, it's 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 in it's entirely on the rules. There's yeah. no losing for the defense in that situation. You're at such a disadvantage. People don't blame you. Yeah, the biggest so because the biggest problem with that game is you've got two of the most high powered offenses in the NFL going head to head, and it's almost like whoever gets the ball first is winning the game. So. The question that I want to ask you guys right now, how would you go ahead and change the overtime in the NFL? And the way I want to think about it is purely for playoffs, not for regular season because no one cares if like Matt Moore is getting the ball in, or Matt Moore doesn't get a chance to get the ball in like week three of the regular season, right? Like, it's more just for these high tension games where you have these two offenses where you know the first offense is going to score. Um, so does anyone have? Does anyone want to kick us off here? No pun intended. Ishan. Um, yeah, I'm going to completely disregard your entire question and go straight to regular season overtime. I want shootouts in in uh, in the NFL. Okay. Um, I, I this is com- a complete joke, by the way, but I think <laughs> I still think it would just be absolutely hilarious. If you did like a, a 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 yard field goals, yeah. but you can only have each part kick once. Okay. So your kicker and punter can only kick once. And then you got to start using you got to start <laughs> using your 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 tackles and, and stuff like that. That's <laughs> awesome. Or maybe it's all 25 yard kicks. And everyone can just go. So you like you start with your kicker so that way you guarantee you make it and then you just like dwindle down until you're ha- having um Tristan Wirfs kick game winning field goals in overtime. Um Absolutely stupid. I don't actually want to see that, but how funny would it be? Shootouts suck, but like it would just it would just be kind of funny. You know what? I actually love that. Like I think that's awesome. I think you're right. Like it's one of those ones that's like really far out there and really stupid. But that's actually so funny. No, it, it, it like it's just like shootouts in hockey. They're fun to watch, and it'd be it'd be it, it's entertaining. Just a shitty way to decide a game. Yeah, it's the worst way to decide a game. Yeah. Um, absolutely. I think regular season overtime, it it should just be. No matter what, both teams get a chance to to. Uh, I mean, I actually, I think, I think all overtime should just be. It's it's. 
you get both teams just go back and forth. It's like okay. a regular it's regulation. Uh, the only difference is after 15 minutes, uh, in like after one overtime period, you end in a tie in regular season and playoffs. You just keep going. Okay. Keep the game the exact same, and just just run it out. Like I mean, you can argue like the the college football overtime or the 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 CFL overtime is like a better way to do it because it's different in the game. Like when you look at the NHL, they go to three on three overtime. However, I think the best way to do it. And if you look at the NHL, this is the way they do it in the playoffs is you keep the game as pure as possible and you just let it run. So I say 15 minutes, whoever's leading at the end of that 15 minutes, that's the winner of the game. If it's tied after 15 minutes in the playoffs, you go to a second one, you go to a third one, you go to a fourth one. So I have a fun question for you because I don't know if the NHL still does this, but yeah. do they still do that thing where like every period they take a player away? No, <laughs> that was that, that's that was a bit. I thought they actually did no. that. No, no, man. That's oh. horrible. But, like, how oh funny God. would that be in the NFL? Like, the other team gets to choose who they take away from, like, off your offense or off your defense. No way. You know what? We kind of talked about that. I think it was on Wild Card, when, like, Wild Card, eh, Wild Card Weekend. We talked oh, we about smoked. how if a player got a penalty, they had to come off the field and oh, yeah. nobody could replace them. <laughs> yeah, and I so like a good rule. if a quarterback got like a delay of game penalty, you just had you to take them out, and just couldn't replace them. Direct snap to the running back. Um, no, honestly, I I think I, like short and sweet and to the point. I like it. I I don't think it has to be complicated. In the, in the playoffs, you got You got to you got to keep the game. You got to decide the game in the most pure way possible, and like you yeah. can do what you want. You can be as gimmicky in the regular season for overtime. Not too many games in in like are decided by overtime in the NFL. It's not like hockey where almost every other game goes to overtime mm-hmm. or shootouts, like where you need something that's like an ultimatum, like the shootout. The most exciting, like non Penguins hockey game that I think I've seen in a really long time was that game. It was Columbus versus somebody where Seth Jones played uh, sixty minutes in 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 a night where they went they played. Seven. The lightning, I think. Yeah, against Tampa. How many? How many periods was it? Seven. Six or six. 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 I think. I think it was six. So they played like a two, essentially two games in a night. Seth Jones played sixty minutes, and I remember leaving my house, going to play a hockey game, and then coming back, and the game was still on. And I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna watch it. We're in. They're in the fourth, the fifth overtime. Like it's not. It's just gonna end soon. And it went to fifth and sixth overtime. However. Just like 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 batshit crazy. That game was insane. I think like that kind of thing, like where the game was in the purest form, it was decided. And I don't think anybody cared like about the the winner or the loser. Everyone was like, that's the right way to decide it. It's not a shootout. It's not like a three on three gimmick overtime. It's not like it's like college football overtime. Both teams just get to continue playing the game, and that's what overtime should be in the playoffs. Okay, I like it. And uh, uh, Bills fans, that's a very tough loss, but we'll get yeah. there. Uh, I just want to say I strongly disagree with Keyshan's choice because I think although it wouldn't go to four overtime periods, it could. And I don't think eight quarters of football is like sustainable for like I, I think every player would be injured. Like it, It'd be the worst thing for them. I there's think. no way they go to like eight overtimes. There's so, there's just not a could, chance. But if it, no, if, it it's, went, it's, if, it, if it's a tie after four, it could be a tie after another four. I but that's no but it's not it's not like like yes, it didn't there's, there, there's there's there was one point where that game was like tied after a quarter and that was after quarter four you play you, like it was it wasn't tied through one it wasn't tied through two it wasn't tied through three 
even one extra quarter is a so, lot. Like you play a whole football game, and then you have they, another quarter. They do that. Like if they if the if the if the regulation or if they don't uh, score a touchdown right away, it's over but or, or least, it goes. At least it's ten minutes, and then it's it's over. Like that's on, something like, I under. That's like okay, you get ten minutes. On the uh, Pat McAfee show, actually, they did ask AJ Hawk about it, having been like a former. I mean, Pat McAfee, obviously former NFL player, but. Um, asking like a former full-time starter, uh, they asked him about his thoughts on that. And it, when you actually think about it, he does say like it's super taxing on the body already. Like players hate going into overtime. Um, but it also, so if it goes longer though, it does create, especially if, if like the rules for the regular season were to change, it would create a, a lot of like contract problems. Because, like, if you go into overtime in four games in the NFL season, which is a lot, like, it's very unlikely that you will go into overtime four times and all those results, like, result in an extra quarter of football. That's a full game check, right? That you're like, tech- I, I, I mean, so, I mean, yeah, but when was the last time a team went to four overtime games in a regular season? No, no, no. But they I also agree just tacked on an extra game in the regular season. Everyone's fine with that. Well, contracts weren't adjusted. They weren't. They weren't really fine with it. It happened. Well, I know it happened. It wouldn't I mean, happen with the NFLPA signing off on it too. But it's because they took away a regular uh, preseason game. Like there had to be some give, some take. But I, for the record, completely understand what you're saying, I, and I, I actually don't completely disagree with it. I want to hear what your thing is because I'm tearing you apart if I can. Just what works. What works? CFL in college. Yeah. Okay. College works. Yeah. What about the 85, 86 games in college football where you where you go on series after series after series where there's where there's like you don't 15 and, series. And you don't count that towards the score. It's like you get like a, a point kind of thing. Uh, what that what, what that defeats the entire purpose of overtime. No, cuz then you win. It's like a shootout in hockey. It's like one okay, you No, no, score, no, I don't no, I don't I don't I don't I don't care about the score. I sorry, you may be misunderstood. The, when they get when the games are 28-28 after four, yeah, and then college football games end in like 75-76 games because of overtime because they're going back and forth because when you start on the 25-yard line... No, it doesn't count as a seven-point touchdown. It'd be like, that team scored. Oh, they're, no, they're I don't up, care about how much one. they score. I don't care about how many points they put up. I'm talking about the length of the game that's out there. If, if, if you're putting up 70 points in overtime... Like that, you are doing. You're putting yourself through a lot of drives. It's the same thing as playing. Well, then do the do the CFL then. Like I've never seen a game go more than a couple drives. Like it's uh, see, like I've it seen, ends right away. See, I've seen CFL game or some like college games. You're like, but that's that's what you're saying. You're saying my thing's wrong because of a one-off situation where a game extends past one overtime period. College football, I've seen eighty-five point games often. So like, if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna talk about like one-off situations, and how I've seen it more happen in college than I have in the NFL. Well, then don't do college then because you're on the 20-yard line, so you're going to score every time. But it, like, if you're on the CFL, you start, what is it, the 50 or the your 30, own 40? 35. It used to be longer. It used to be a full drive. It's like you can actually get a stop and then punt and then field goal wins kind of thing. Or it's, just, it, but it, it, it's it's you know the mean? same issue as what you said with, with the full-on overtime. I'd rather just not they, do they like another. They can just keep going. I don't, I don't like continuous overtime. It's like a. But like, what, what's the problem with you know, the continuous overtimes? Because like, like if su- I, I, I'm 100% sure if you ask Josh Allen, he would rather play eight overtimes than not be able to touch the ball again and just lose. 
No, hundred percent agree. Hundred percent agree. I don't think so. You, eight, you think you would rather lose a divisional round to Kansas City than play another another two quarters of football? He said eight quarters. First of all. So I, I didn't say eight quarters. Yeah. I said he I, was I, I 100% he would play eight quarters. He was like Ryan was over exaggerating. I'm 100% sure he point. would play eight quarters of football over losing this no, game. That's f- three games in one night. And, well, he, he, and then, he would do it. And then, but, I, but then he's unavailable for the next two, the next, all the rest of the games because he broke every bone in his body. And he's, he's pulled. Well, every he doesn't hamstring. have any other games as he's in, is. He's in minus 20 yeah, weather. So, so, so guess what? If you. Go this ahead, is the dumbest point I've ever heard. If you do mm-hmm. college football overtime room overtime rules, you start on the 20 and you take a drive. If you don't score, the other team gets the ball. They take a drive. They score, they win. It's fair. Both people touch the ball. The only game I've ever seen gone to OT8 is LSU versus Texas A&M. That's the only one I've seen. So right, like, it happens, like, it happens the, a lot the, in like the Western the chances of you go, the, the chances that you go to the overtime are low enough already. And then the chances that you, like, go to overtime eight is low, low, low. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it we're just also, makes no sense. College overtime rules are perfect. Like, I guarantee comparing... you eight more drives from the from the 20-yard line. That's like one throw to him, by the way. Um, <laughs> I comparing you would... one play to a drive. Like, an 80-yard drive, <laughs> normal overtime. Like, that's a continuous overtime. You know, you kick off, you're at the 15, 20, 25. You have an 80-yard drive compared to a one play every time. Like, oh, 20-yard throw Jamar Chase, it's over. Okay, that's, they go to rest. What, that's the what other... college football is. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. So that's not as taxing. If that has to go to eight overtimes, that's way less taxing than a full drive of the field every single time you're out there for six-minute drives. It's not like, oh, we're in the red zone, and we're going to do this little shootout thing. Like, I think that's way less taxing. And if you don't like yeah, that, do, do, do like point, a though. go on the five-yard line and just have a one play. And just keep doing that until like a, like, a, like an actual like touchdown shootout, or what the XFL does with a one-on-one situation, and it's just the quarterback, and have like a five-second shot clock, full contact. You just go at it, and you the, score wait. Touchdowns. What's the XFL one? So it's a one-on-one receiver DB. Yeah, it's either, that's, that's so the, gimmicky. That's so ass to decide an NFL game. That's worse than our current rules. Yeah. Or arena football. That's arena football. that. That's way worse than our current rules. No, but I'm just that, that's a joke. That's what I'm saying. No, I. Like the XFL is just it, it was a, a gimmick it was a gimmicky league. Yeah, arena yeah, football sure. is what I meant to say. The fan oh, it wasn't yeah. XFL in the slightest. Yeah. It was a oh, was that the fan fan league? controlled? Yeah. Did you guys even oh, call okay. play in that? Yes. No. no. Did you? Can... What'd you call? Spider two Y banana. I couldn't figure out how to get in, but anyways, I'm sorry. I know you guys are having a good conversation, but we do have to move on here. Uh, Brady, do you want to give your overtime? <laughs> yeah. So mine would be no. We're gonna move on. Um, that's I, I thought we had our discussion. Well, it's no, been 25 I, I wanted minutes. to. Like I can, wanted to give. It has not been twenty five minutes, has it? I wanted to give mine, but fifteen. I mean, that's yeah. Damn. What's yours? We we all argue. Wait, wait. Uh, so so uh, Brady and I, Brady and I gave ours. Well, okay, Ryan, do you have one? Yeah, I was just gonna say they put the kickers out there. They start at the twenty. They each make a kick. They move back ten yards. Fuck they yeah. The thirty, then the forty, then the fifty, then the sixty. Make them earn their paycheck. You know, they sit on the sidelines most of the night. Uh, you know what? To miss I was, it's like a hockey shootout. That's really funny. I was thinking about that one, and then like you got to think how many teams would be drafting kickers, like kind of like well, what actually, the Bengals did with Evan funny. McPherson. Well, that was that was a a, a question, like uh, that. I I think I I don't know if I asked you guys this, but if you had a punter that no matter what, 
got you the ball down inside the 10 yard line every time he punted the football, how early would you take him? The first round. Yeah. First round. Yeah. yeah. It, he's a, he's a number one pick. Yes. Yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Like obviously. you're backed up against your goal line, just boom, punt. You're good. No risk of a safety, nothing. And they have to drive the whole field. So like if a kicker is like guaranteed to make everything inside like 40 yards, first round pick. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, and then very quickly, yours, just Aiden? to yeah, just to cap it off here. Uh, so mine would be a a mix of the CFL. Well, actually, it doesn't really have a lot to do with the CFL overtime. Um, what I would do is treat it almost as you would a normal game, but adjust the scoring kind of. So, um, well, there's some other things, but essentially, uh, you do the coin toss. One team either chooses to receive the ball or kick the ball. Um, if there is a special teams touchdown, so if a player returns a kickoff for a touchdown, game is over. It's done. The offense, if the offense scores, they can either kick the field goal or go for two, whatever. Um, but the other team gets a chance to retaliate. So if the first team scores a touchdown, kicks a field goal, the other team has to score a touchdown and go for two or return their kickoff. Um, the other, so there's no punting. You have to go for it on fourth down, but there's no turnover on downs. So you go for it on fourth down. If you miss it, it goes straight to kickoff. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Okay. So, cause then, yeah, obviously if that player returns it for a touchdown, if there's any defensive points scored, like any defensive play that results in points for the defense games over. So, because obviously that would be the retaliation. So if the defense scores a pick six, fumble touchdown, or a safety, because technically they're still scoring more points than the other team's offense. Yeah, that's how it is. Yeah, okay. That's how yeah, it's so, No, 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 I know, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, in that case, the other the team that was on offense that gave up that touchdown would not get a chance to retaliate. Is that... Does that make any sense? Yeah, because yeah, that's, that's what it yeah, that's what it currently is. Then that works. Yep. I, I quite like that rule. Yeah. So just essentially, what I think it does is it gives value to like your special teams. Interesting. Because it would make your returners want to like because if you know you have a good returner, like maybe that guy will think twice about just calling it dead or whatever, or letting it go. Right? Maybe he might think to himself, like. Okay, I want to score here. Yeah. Like, and I, I think it would just it would bring a brand new dimension to overtime, and then have no yards in overtime only. So you have to return it every time. That see that Can, would be is funny that the as halo? Well. That's what no yards is. Yeah. So there's no fair catch is what it means. Oh, I do have I do have one quick addendum to mine after yes. the, after like it was something that you said, no kicking, but it's no extra points. You have to go for two every single time. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I yeah. and I think I think that should just be a standard rule in overtime again to like let's say that like they the nfl doesn't want to do the thing where the other team gets the ball back because they're too prideful yep you change it to you go for two if you get two it's over if you don't the other team has a chance to score and then get their two points and then if they don't it's tied it goes again if they do score it's over yeah right i think that like if they don't want to change that that's like best case scenario um however i think you should be forced to go for two points yeah, so that's how the CFL does it. And yeah. honestly, like that's that's so a good it, way of doing college it. College football, I think it's after the first two drives, you have to start going for two. Oh, okay. I, I'm I'm pretty sure I, I, I haven't played enough road to glory to to, to uh do that. I um, think uh if 
if it was continuous overtime with Aiden's rules, I'm down for that. Because, like, the chance of a tie with all those variables plus all the walk-off scenarios, yeah. you're, you're not going to have many ties I, at all. I, and no, I agree. I think, like, I, you do need to find a way to get the game done as quickly as possible. Yep. Um, The issue with hockey is, like, you can't really alter the game that much. Other than and, taking away players. Other than, other you than three. Do, you can't do and that. And I think, th- I, honestly, I would I would be okay with three-on-three overtime in the, in the actual playoffs because that's probably my favorite thing about hockey right I now. I do four-on-four in the middle. Four-on-four. Four-on-four would be great. Very quickly, last thing before we move on here, but yeah. the end to mine would be tug of war format. So if you if both teams match each other yeah. on the first two drives, it goes to tug of war. So oh, each hey. team gets the ball on their goal line. Yeah. And so you have kind of like a shootout, but so you get four plays, four alternating plays. So uh <laughs> one team goes, the other team goes, one team goes, yeah. the other team goes. Um and it's whoever gets the most collective yards on those plays. So I really like that um, in terms of gimmicks. However, I thought you meant like actual tug of war and like just like a rope and everybody everybody gets on. <laughs> but I was gonna make one addendum and I was gonna be like, it's it. You hold the kicker by their feet and they, the kickers like grab hands and then it's the first kicker to let go. That's who wins it. That's funny. Um, but all right, everybody, welcome back to the Case Pump Podcast, Brady. I'm really sorry that you and I went off on a, a little a little little piss and match there. Uh, and so everyone that. You know, likes to listen to me argue, which is a total of zero people on the planet. Yeah. You're welcome for that one. Uh, welcome back to the Case Pump Podcast. We got all the boys with us today. Um, we are coming off a unbelievably entertaining wild card. Nope, divisional round uh, <laughs> weekend of football. Uh, four outstanding, well, three outstanding games. Whatever the the Niners and the Packers put up. Um, Brady, you want to? I'm assuming you're gonna lead us right through this. Our, our playoff expert. Yeah, playoff expert. Uh, our first game was Saturday, uh, Cincinnati at the number one seed Tennessee Titans. You know, obviously, number one seed favorite to win the AFC. Uh, you know, great defense. Ryan Tannehill is gonna prove that he's you know a legit quarterback and can lead his team to the Super Bowl. Uh, Derrick Henry coming back, and obviously he's gonna rush for 200 yards. Song. <laughs> Um, it was a very close game. I personally thought the Bengals would win by more. Uh, they went to a quick start, uh, a little bit back and forth, and then uh, interception and bomb from Evan at the end. Um, he's also the franchise-leading kicker in 50-plus yard field goals, and he's a rookie. He was hitting bombs this season. I had him on yes. a bit for, as a bit for fantasy before I took Zane Gonzalez, and then Zane Gonzalez got hurt. Um, that trick shot, by the way, if that's entirely what he meant to do and he didn't mean to hit the bottle and do, like he meant to just knock the cap off, which, as Brady pointed out to me, was the trend at the time. You didn't it, hit it the was, bottle. Yeah, or you that didn't was hit the bottle. The challenge, the trend. It was just was doing. A, it, so nasty that he Absurd. hit the rail and spun the cap off. Um, r- regardless, say what you want about Joe Burrow being like the, the epitome of cool. Right, that guy is. I don't. He doesn't. He's just level the entire time. He's like the Carey Price in the NFL, right? He's just level. Everybody's rooting for the guy. Uh, just a stud. Evan McPherson coming out before he kicks this field goal and saying, "Looks like we're going to the AFC Championship," and then running out <laughs> and drilling a fifty-two yarder, something like that. Fifty. Fifty-two. Uh, fifty-two. Fifty-two. For drilling a fifty-two yarder, which by the way, not an easy kick. Um. It's tough away at, at an away stadium, and I believe the Titan Stadium is outdoors and it's not it's not warm in Nashville right now. A lot going against him to for him to say that and then drill that kick. Um, I think that guy's got more swagger than Joe Burrow. Not actually, nobody I has more swagger than Joe Burrow. Well, 
Um, but holy smokes, uh, what a game. Um, for the Titans to be the one seed, and I feel like this is a pattern. Uh, we lost a lot of favorites this weekend. Um, it was it was a great a great game for for Joe Burr, and uh, you know he's really just proven everybody wrong. And you know, Bengals were a very very scrutinized team, especially going into the draft, like we mentioned last week. Um, Jamar Chase is is still fantastic. He mentioned Joe Burrow mentioned the fuck it. Jamar's out there somewhere meme in one of his press conferences. I'm like, that's really funny. Um, I throw a wagon. Pretty much, I, I there's not too many people cheering for the Chiefs. I can tell you that for free. Yep. Um, there's some people cheering for the land, for the Rams, especially uh, ex, ex ex Lions fans. However, I think I think a majority of the people in the NFL world are cheering for Joe Burrow and the Bengals, which is weird to say because everyone hated the Bengals a couple years back. Yeah, <laughs> they had some tough players on their team. Vontez perfect. Yeah. Aiden's favorite player of all time. Yeah. Um. No. The the exact opposite. I'm just gonna give two, uh, short takeaways from this game. Someone say short. Uh, first one being, uh, the Bengals obviously such a young team. Like they don't even need to win this year to know like they're doing. They've got it. Like yeah, they've got it. Yeah. Um, and I think the most important thing is they found so. I think Joe Burrow is just like the guy like we we've mentioned it so many times before. He just has a swagger that you don't find in many other quarterbacks. He's cool. That's it. He's cool. I think the biggest thing about his swagger and like how cool he is, is that it manifests it within other players. So you look at uh, like Jamar Chase, Evan McPherson, which is like it's weird to be talking about a kicker as (laughs) like a guy with swag, but I mean, you need your kickers to be like, I think Joe Burrow's confidence and swagger like brings it to other players and like, it makes them perform to his level, which uh, like we, we talk about the Brady effect, like man, we might be seeing the Burrow effect coming up. Um, The other takeaway that I have. So Derek Henry, uh, obviously he came back from a foot injury and had a metal plate in his foot while he was playing. Um, although he looked like he was running well, you could definitely tell. It was one of those things where it he wasn't running like Derrick Henry. Uh, he had like 22 rushing attempts and 60-something yards, which uh, like his average, it's not great to be honest if you're getting 22 attempts. And for Derrick Henry, that's bad. Like well, that's that's not good for Derrick Henry. Foreman had more yards in 16 less carries. Yeah, that's well, that's I was just about to mention that. Like the guy the guy had a fifth of Derrick Henry's carries and two more yards. That's yeah. a, that's the thing. Foreman played really well through the season. I'm really surprised that they rushed Henry back. Honestly, like I get it. It's the playoffs and he needs to play. However, like and especially like Foreman had some success early. From what I remember, he busted off a pretty big run early on and he yeah. was getting some big yards. Yep. Henry wasn't doing much. I would have I would have just slugged it out with Henry or with with Foreman. And like I said, he had a good regular season. I think that's a guy that gets a gets a starting job in a couple in a couple seasons when his contract's done in Tennessee or even free agency and pick about a team with with that like doesn't have a running back like uh, everyone has a running back nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the uh, Texans, not Buffalo. He was already Buffalo. there. Buffalo. Buffalo do good point. Um the, Buffalo would be a great spot for for Foreman. Um, he's proven that he can be a starter. I, I think it was dumb to put Henry back in, especially when he didn't perform. 3.1 yards a carry is abysmal for a running back. Never mind never mind the top running back in the NFL. Yeah. So, the, uh, uh, well, top three running back in the NFL. The, the other hot take I have 
is, and this is this is going to sound absurd, but I remember thinking this while watching the Tennessee Titans game. Uh, I think like Derrick Henry is too large to be a good power back. I know that sounds absurd. His legs are way too long to be an elite short yardage back. Because, no, hear me out, though. Derrick Henry is probably the best running back in the league. Like yeah, it's him and JT. So yeah, but I'd I'd still say JT in has Dalton. to have JT has to have one more year like he just did to dethrone Henry as like the best like yeah, running to back. dethrone him. Yeah, but, but I think he they're sharing I, number one right. Yeah, I I'd, I'd agree with that. Like he, but like think about Derek Henry. Like I he's a big body and he is hard to tackle. Do not get me wrong, but his legs are way too long. And when you compare him to shorter, stockier, like power backs, they're going to be better for the short yardage situations. Like Marshawn Marshawn Lynch? Yeah, kind of like Lynch. But like, look at Derrick Henry. Like, what is he famous for? He's famous for breaking out these ridiculously long yard, like runs and stiff arming people on his way to the end zone. Mm Mm-hmm. It's hard to stiff arm someone on short yardage situations. That is not an easy thing to do. And I think that's like his biggest asset. He's just a large elusive back. Like, and I know not many people regard to him as a short yardage back, but I think many people think of him as like a power back because he's a large dude. But I don't think he's like, he's not really a power back. Well, I wouldn't put him with Lynch and Eddie Lacey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I think, I, I just think that's I think that's ridiculous. That blows my mind. I understand the guy. The guy has fifty percent of his yards come after contact. Well, no, I'm not, but I'm not saying he's like, a like bad he, running back. It, it, you might, you might not like. He might not hit like the Madden truck sticks in the backfield, but he breaks tackles. It's no, not, I'm, it, I'm, it's it's not, not a short yardage. I I, I yes he is. I there is not a back in the NFL I would put in front of like need one yard to go. I'm putting Derrick Henry in. I would I would rather have Derrick Henry in a one yard situation. I'd rather have Derrick Henry than almost every other back in the league except for Christian McCaffrey because I'm an absolute homer. But I would I'd rather have Derrick Henry. He's gonna get you that one yard. And that's even fair. even if he doesn't run right over somebody, he's gonna fall forward. Yeah, that's and fair. get and get 15 yards because he's six three. Derrick Henry is 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 the epitome of power backs. He's he's I mean he's not a power back considering he he's also a four three guy. However, he ha, he is he is probably the strongest running back in the NFL. Yeah, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with that. I think what we can meet on is he is a he's a different breed of running back. Like yeah. He's not an elusive back, but he's not a true power back. He's really argumentative today. So I think somebody huh? else say something. He's a blend of what you guys are saying, so you can hold hands and and be. Oh, you're both right. Well, no. I'm not. I'm not arguing. Like I mean, everyone's got their opinion. You're just, raising your voice at all. I'm just, you know, it's coming all cross that way. <laughs> no, it's just it's something you notice when you're watching him. It's like, man, this guy, his legs go all the way up. All right, Ryan, um, <laughs> what's your stupid fucking takes? <laughs> Aiden's taking the cake right now. Um, tell, uh, and and you you I'll say it to the beginning. You were a, a Bengals fan. You believed in the team from week one or from when Joey was drafted. So how's it feel to to keep being right? Um, feels pretty good. Um, uh, like I said, Joe Burrow's that guy. Um, he's he's gonna be that guy. Um, so yeah, I predicted they won that game. So. Yeah, you that's pretty me. much all I can say. You guys covered it pretty well. I mean, they, I believe that they should have 
not used uh, Henry as much. I think that they were planning on Henry being a hundred percent version of Henry, and that they were just going to win based off that. And obviously, that just did not happen. So, um, by the way, the picks of this game: Brady, Aiden, or sorry, Brady, Ryan, and I picked the Bengals. Aiden picked the Titans. Yep. Um. Uh, and then I just want to like obviously yeah. Bengals. Bengals are great. They're awesome. Uh, I want to speak about the Titans for just a millisecond, saying like I think they might have to change some things up. Do you think Tannehill's a guy going forward? That's well, he he throws the first play of the game is a pick, pick. and the, he lost the game on a pick. Yep, and then he had another one in the middle. So it's three interceptions, and he only target he only threw to three people other than uh, who's this guy, Chester Rogers, who had one catch for three yards. But it was AJ Brown, Julio, and Hillard. I mean, when you when you yeah, when you pay. When you pay players like you paid Julio, when you have a guy like AJ, you feed him the ball. I understand that, but you're right. That spread is abysmal. The fact that it was it was two two completions outside of pe- outside yeah. of them. Well, um, uh, nine completions outside of AJ, but like it's, it's only to three people. Yeah, and the running game wasn't really going. I mean, I think we're about to get to a worse spread, but um, yes, exactly. Well, yeah, that, but it, I like Tannehill has been just a weird quarterback for so long. A lot of people, so weird. oh, like. He left. He was okay in Miami, and I don't think he's been anything good in Tennessee. The only thing difference with Tennessee is he's winning in Tennessee because they have a very good defense and and a, this guy named Derrick Henry, well coached, best running back in the league. And, and, oh, and they're also very well coached. Great point. AJ Brown is a beast, but like, and I, no one. I don't think we really pre- pre- predicted Julio being like a liability. No, no one well, did. I mean, injuries aside, because he was injured, but before and after, just. He's not doing he's, anything. He's washed now. So it's washed. unfortunate to say Julio is washed. And we said yeah. at the worst he'd be a blocking, a great blocking wideout. Because but... he's the best blocking wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah. Or he was. Him and Cooper, I guess. But um, Amari? Or Cup? Cooper Cup. I don't know. He could run they they mentioned it like every he's, play. Oh, really? Yeah. He, uh, that's something that I don't. He yeah. was used a lot for that in his uh, not. I'll put it as not so productive seasons, but he's gone through a lot of injuries. But even this Julio year, or Cup, Cup, both. Yeah, to be honest, I, love Cup. I mean, it, you, I think you're describing a run blocking wide receiver with yes. with injury history. <laughs> <laughs> Cooper Cup, he's a run blocking wide. What can I say? Yeah, doesn't catch the ball. Much. Cooper Cup's Julio Jones, maybe a better Julio. Like, like honestly, mind blown. Like honestly, like it's not, it's not a, it's not. Yeah. Just like out of pocket. Fundamentally sound, amazing hands, not too fast. But he has fast the intangibles. Enough. He he's he uh oh, creates separation fuck. with his breaks and his route running is very all crisp. Right, all right. He's got good hands and he's really coachable. <laughs> it's really coachable. It's so funny. I watched a YouTube video the other day and this guy's like, I'm putting together like an all fundamental coachable team. And I didn't I didn't get it. I'm like, what the hell is this? And then he starts <laughs> he, he starts going through. It's on TikTok. He starts going through. And I'm like, Okay, yeah, Cooper Cup, that makes sense. Christian McCaffrey, best running back in the league. <laughs> Derek Carr, okay, and, he's and, a good and, quarterback. No, and and and, and, and like his offensive line is like, it's like I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah really good answers. Worse would probably be up there, but like, like Whitworth, Whitworth, really good guard and like whatnot. And, and he's, he's like, like Kel- Kelsey, at, Kelsey at tight end, Tooney, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, okay, these guys are the best. And then and then he goes, he, he goes to quarterback and he goes, yeah, I got the white half of Patrick Mahomes. And I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> I don't know why really people funny. wouldn't know it's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> That's good though. Yeah. That's um, great. Anyways, next game. Um, I'll let Ryan take it away. That's his team. Uh, 49ers at the Packers. Ryan. Yeah, and uh, just uh, if my Wi-Fi cuts out, 
sorry, but uh, you know it's it's hardship over here. But um, basically, oh, actually, I, I I will say right off the top, I was extremely critical of the Cowboys, and for good reason, no doubt. Um, but I think it's only fair just to be as critical as it was to them to the Packers when they shit the bed like they did. Um, I guess I'll start with like chronologically. You get Aaron Rodgers and Devonte Adams, you know, pat- posting their last dance, like synchronized pictures on Instagram, um, and then they show up in the in the in the last game. Well, what ended up being their last game of the season, and they throw the ma- the most fat L I've ever seen up. Basically, they were like they they had one good drive all game, and after that, they just they went home. They could have not been not playing for all all that matters. Seriously, it was it was really pathetic to to see. Um, the game uh, itself uh, was pretty trash. Um, even as an objective fan, like it wasn't fun to watch. It was low scoring, um, boring defensive affair. Um, neither offense could really after the Packers scored. That is anything after their first drive. Neither offense did anything. The 49ers didn't score all game. Um, and I'll get to that in a sec, but the Packers offense, extremely disappointing. Um, the Packers special teams, which um, allowed like seven 40-yard runbacks, um, couldn't kick through the end zone for whatever reason. Who knows? I think Mason Crosby's just old. Um, they allowed a, a blocked punt return for a touchdown, which ended up um, really costing them. Uh, they missed a field goal. Like just a, a – like – just the, the biggest travi- like tragedy I've ever seen. Um, it was basically like a train wa- wreck. You couldn't stop watching. It was horrendous. Um, the Packers offense crumbled. But the one bright spot was that the Packers defense was very elite. And that was probably the best game they played all season. Um, I was also really, um, I, I guess what you'd say, critical of the Rashawn Gary pick. But he proved to the world why they took him so high a couple drafts ago. He was the best player on the field of either team, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, what what else can I say other than uh, the Packers, most notably Aaron Rodgers, crumbled uh, when it mattered the most. You know, you have you have home field advantage throughout the entire playoffs, and you can't even beat the 49ers who already beat this season. And the worst part is that I wasn't—I was probably the least surprised person of them losing. Um, I said right away that they could possibly—they they might lose. Like it was—it's set up for a Packers loss. I mean, they lose to the to the 49ers every time they play in the playoffs. Even like stretching back to Colin Kaepernick, and even before then, they just—they lo- lose to the 49ers. Don't know why it just happens. So as soon as they got that draw, I knew it. Um, but I wanted to be extremely critical of the Packers just because I'm critical of people like the Cowboys. And they both deserve it. So that that's my take. Defense played well. Everything else went hor- horrendously. Yep, that's a, <laughs> that's a good way to put that's it. a good way to put it. Uh, I think the moral of the game was just your, your D came to play. Uh, like, Debo only had 75 total yards between rushing and receiving, which is like a total win. Anything under 150 against Debo was like, you're doing something right. Your D-line looked incredible. Like, Jimmy didn't do shit either. So, it's like, all, all your offense had to do is score 14 points, and, like, that's a win. So, I think that really comes down to Rodgers just staring down Devontae the entire game and 
not really looking at all the open looks he had, especially when they needed those big yards or towards the end of the game. And, uh, yeah, they, San Fran didn't score an offense, but it's like the playoffs, you, you take the points how you get it. So I don't think it's a huge knock. Not that you said this, but some people say it. It's just like, well, they didn't score in the game. Well, you know, special teams does count. So you, you've, you get points where you find them, just like any other sport in the playoffs. Like, all bets are off. Like, you got to get those greasy points or, you know, if you're going to, you know, it's three phases of the game or when the Packers didn't put 11 people on for the last field goal. It's just that, that summed up the Packers' effort on uh, special teams that game. Yeah, and you know, that's a good point. I forgot to mention, um, there was only one com- completed pass to somebody not named Devontae Adams or Aaron Jones. And I know you got to stick with your your money guys, and that's what Devontae yeah. and Aaron Jones are, but that's ridiculous. I, I read a stat that like the, the other three wide receivers or other people that they had, um, they ran like 100 routes and were thrown to once. And on the final play, the last offensive play the Packers had, you could make an argument that every other receiver was wide open and Devontae was double covered. Um, and especially Alan Lazard, who was wide open in the middle of the field. He yeah. throws in, he throws a, a hero ball into double coverage to end our season. I mean, that's the most Rodgers thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It was, it was very Rodgers. And I think I texted, like, if that's Rodgers' last game as a Packer, like, why not go out, like being the stereotypical Aaron Rodgers, just, oh, third and two, I'm going to bomb it 40 yards in the triple covers to Devontae. And don't get me wrong, Devontae's, Devontae's the best in the game, and he he can come down with that. But, you know, when Lazard, and I, there's a screenshot, there's like everyone's the most wide open they've ever been in, ever. And uh, kind of staring him down there. The uh, just, it, was, it was just a terrible effort all yes. around. They deserved to lose. They did. Yes. The... The best thing I heard about that game was the comparison of Aaron Rodgers to Brett Favre. And it's like, you can do so many stupid, like when you're that popular and that loved, you can do so many stupid things until people start to like watch you play football and be like, okay, what is this guy doing? He's a little bit off his rocker right now. Cause, um, like that was literally like the Brett Favre effect in green Bay. Like, uh, he was an all-star until he wasn't like, um, and obviously Aaron Rodgers still had a great season, but you watch him perform that playoff game. And it's like, that was not an MVP candidate. No, like that was like, I, I don't know. That was like the, uh, first year NFL quarterback who's in the playoffs and only trusts like like his one receiver, you know what I mean? Like that, that was crazy. The other thing, the other very short, funny thing that I heard about that game, um, was it was just a beautiful, like snow globe that put you to sleep by the end of it because (laughs) there was like so many people that were like tweeting out and saying like, like, so funny enough, you legitimately fell asleep. There was many people that fell asleep. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you though. That was, that was a combination of, uh, Three hours of sleep, yeah, and and about like four beers and a couple a couple Ryan Cokes. So I had uh, had some external factors in that one, but yeah, it wasn't. It was a bit of a snooze fest. Yeah, but don't don't even feel bad. You are not alone. Yeah, and it yeah. wasn't even like oh a defensive 
battle. Like it was just yeah, like, like QBs missing throws. What was it Super Bowl a couple years back? That was really defensive. That everyone the Rams, hated? Rams and Patriots. Rams Patriots. But that was the defense making plays and like passing. It was it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. That great, game was so entertaining tackling. to watch. It was just it was just it was just misfires. That's, that's what, when it was that's just what, mistake offensive mistakes. Yeah, it was, yeah, and like it was just it was just and special teams mistakes. Two, and, yeah, and two trash quarterbacks. It's like that was the worst game I've ever seen in my life. However. That was probably like, the worst special teams performance of all time in NFL history ever. Of all time, I'm not even like, kidding. Honestly, That's just honestly, true. You're not wrong. It's fact. But yeah. like I said, like like I said last week about the wildcard weekend, the Niners are 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 that team that will make you play down to their level, and that's where like um, what was it uh, Ottawa Senators? It's it's like the Ottawa Senators where they're not a good team, right? But they beat teams like 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 the Leafs. Because they can just wear you down, and I think that's what the Niners are. They're that team that's just going to be really annoying, get in your face, but they make have, you make they mistakes. Have big playmakers, and then they have Debo Samuel and Bosa and Bosa and Fred Warner. Right? So they, have, like, yeah, they have guys yeah, that can yeah. make plays. It's not yep. like oh, it's the Miami Dolphins, and it's like okay, every team has playmakers, but it's not like you go down to their level and they can grind out a win. Yeah, um, it's legitimate, like. You'll go down to their level, but then they have some of the best players in the game at their positions. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's tough. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's you know if just real quick rapid fire. Uh, you think um what's uh Keish? I'll start with you. Just what's your prediction for what Aaron Rodgers is doing next season? Just like a one one sentence, like he's going to retire. A uh, new team. Um. Uh, one more year. He's tanking. He's uh taking Franklin the turtle uh with him to Denver. Denver. Okay. Oh, okay. Does did you call Devonte Franklin the yeah. turtle? Is that his nickname? Uh, no, it's just he looks like Franklin the turtle. Is that a, like bit. a racial thing? No, okay. it's, it's his face shape. It's his nose. Actually, it's, that's the thing. It's not. I. It's not racial because like it, it's just a turtles aren't black. Thing. No, and I know. <laughs> no, I'm just green. No, but um, very quickly for mine. Uh, I think he's going to quietly walk away like he's just not going to tell anyone that he retired but just not sign with an NFL team. <laughs> like well, he's under he's, he's under, under contract. contract, that's the issue. Devontae's not. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, is. true. Oh, Aaron is. Uh then I think he's going to retire. But he ha- it's an opt out after a year. It was like a very weird contract yeah, he signed see, last yeah. year. He's I, I think it's an opt out after this year. He has already stated that he doesn't want to be part of a rebuild, which is a very odd thing to say apparently it was like completely unprompted yes, and he just said like that. i don't want to be part of an effing rebuild but he's correct he's just, no 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 yeah. I, why, I why would aaron Rodgers ever be part of a rebuild no so well because they're not like aaron Rodgers is not a quarterback for a rebuilding team no no no, no I Aaron Rodgers like, alone is going to win you seven games yeah. no, no no i absolutely like i agree with you but he he can't be part of a rebuild <laughs> he would be one of the parts that you'd get rid of to start a rebuild yeah so it has to be a team that's a quarterback away. I like Carolina. My, my thing is, I I think Carolina is a quarterback away, man. O line away. Rogers. Oh uh, no, Rogers did have a good O line. Never mind. Yes. I think that he <laughs> thinks that he would be like they'd want him to be there for the rebuild, but I think it's like the exact opposite. But anyways, yeah. So I essentially, long story short, Devonte not going to be there. Aaron Rodgers retiring. Okay. The the. Uh... Franchise tag for uh, Tay costs twenty million dollars this year. They're if, projected to be forty-five million dollars over the yeah, salary cap. By that's the way. twenty million right there. Yeah, if they tag him. So, Ryan, what about you? I think Rogers comes back on a one-year deal. Um, Devontae's much more up in the air because 
he wants to be paid like he's the best receiver in the game. And quite honestly, he has a really good point. <laughs> so um, he's got a case. I'll tell you that. Yeah, he, he has a, uh, could make an argument. So he, you know, he might he might end up going to Las Vegas. You know, he's a big fan of Derek Carr. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna say Rogers back on a one year deal with the Packers. Yeah, so that would just be playing out his contract, I guess, because he has a year left. Um, I, and I think Devontae and Rodgers is kind of like the Gronk and Brady thing, where it's like Gronk always says, like, I will, like, I refuse to play for any other quarterback in the league. I think Devontae's kind of like that. Like, he wants to, if they go, they, they want to go together. That's kind of a cap issue for that team. But um, yeah. I don't, so, like, it would be sad to see them split up, too. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. It's a business, and... You know, yeah, I think they'd I think, like to stay together. I mean, they have like legendary chemistry. So Devonte Adams, I think they'd like go to, to. Going to go to the Raiders and play with his college quarterback. If they, if they go, go, go like Patriots or something. I don't know. If they go anywhere together, it's Indianapolis. Yeah, because they need a quarterback badly, and they're kind of a quarterback away. Um, I'm gonna say, yeah, different team. Yeah, I'll go with Indy. Okay, thanks, Hayden. Next You're game. Welcome. Sunday afternoon, uh, Rams and Bucks. We got the the. There's no number one seed there. Got the Rams. Um, the two, two of the best teams in the NFC. Um, I never had the Packers up there. Quite honestly, I don't think they were the true number one seed. I think the Rams have the best roster in the in the league, and uh, it helps that a lot of who else? Who has a the Bucks roster? have the best roster in the NFL by far. In I'm mean, gonna for this game. No Godwin, no AB, no Werfs. Oh, okay. Well, if we're talking, yeah, I we're... I take it back. <laughs> Healthy uh, week one, yeah, you can say whatever. Week you want. one, I, I week one, Tampa coming into this game, the Rams. They go out, they get Odell, they get Von Miller. Leonard Flores doing great, and they have the same amount of pressures. Von Miller and Aaron Donald, they're both like fourteen or fourteen, yeah. thirteen. This playoffs, insane. Like Von Miller's playing like he did five years ago, twenty seventeen, Super Bowl Von yeah. Miller. Yeah, <laughs> let me tell you, it's not fun. So I'm a I'm a huge believer in the Rams. I think I was most of the season. Like they're legit. Stafford, you didn't even have to prove anything. He's like, oh, let's see if he fits. Like, no, he's gonna ball. Um, I've always loved Cooper and Odell. He's had to got get out of Cleveland. He's not the problem. He was he he, he apparently was not. <laughs> um, can we talk about how the Rams put together an absolute super team? But yeah. it's probably the most likable super team of all time. Yes. Like you look at the Warriors, I think like there was a select handful of people that liked the Warriors when they put together their super team. That was you, just does just KD though. I love I yeah, love Steph when, and when Clay. they when they were homegrown, it was fine. The yeah. super team happened when they brought in KD. You look at the Brooklyn Nets when they when they free agency brought in all their players. Now that team's falling apart because Kyrie doesn't want to be vaccinated and, and James Harden doesn't want to play with them. Um like super teams suck no matter what. People when the Bucks signed Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski, people were like, "Oh, here we go. They hate this." Yeah. The Rams put together a Super Bowl team and they are so likable because they have just some of the most likable people. Matt Stafford, people love that guy and for a great reason, right? Yeah. He he lived in poverty or, or played for a poverty franchise in, with the with the Detroit Lions. Cooper Cup, I think I don't think there's a person on the planet that hates him. Uh that guy is just just a, just a stud, a really good fundamental receiver. Um and now, like you look at you look at like Sean McVay, people like Sean McVay. Uh, uh, P- Jalen Ramsey, although he talks his shit, people like Jalen Ramsey. You look at like Aaron Donald, people love Aaron Donald, right? Yeah. People just love this team, and and it's it's a solid roster all the way up and through. So it's actually funny that you say Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald because I was gonna say like 
I agree with you. Yeah. That they have like some of the most likable players in the NFL, but they also have some of the most unlikable players. Do you think? Well, oh, I, I know you talk about Jalen Ramsey. Hate Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald? Yes. Why? I don't think no, I don't think he, I've heard anybody when, say they hate no, Aaron Donald. No, no, no. Because like he, uh, the way he he's a very aggressive player on the field, which he needs to be. That's why yeah, he's, he's one a of the tackle. best. But like after the whistle as well, he's an ass. I haven't seen anything of him he, after the whistle. Like Sue, he, he, he like, chokes players. Like, like Donald, he's, yes. he's choke slammed like five there's, guys. This there's season been alone. there are many clips of him I, choking people, including there was actually two in oh, the playoffs alone. I, did you he see did, those? Yeah, Brady? he did. He, I was thinking. I was thinking. I keep thinking of Khalil when, Mack when he flipped Wurfs, but that was funny. No, no, no. When, was, when players 30. are shaking hands, like he. He did choke so, someone. Yeah. Uh Justin Britt, um, Seattle Seahawks offensive lineman. Yeah. Uh they definitely had some problems because in the so Aaron Donald got ejected from that game, but still put his helmet back on uh during handshakes to run out onto the field to beef Justin Britt. So I take it back. I'll t- I'll tell you I'll take the Aaron Donald side of it back. Uh people Jalen Ramsey gets in people's faces, but there's so much respect for him around the league. I I think there's respect, but I know there's a lot of people that don't like him. But I'm fan, sure. fans like Donald is what you're saying. Golden, fans like Donald, like Golden I, Tate I, being one. I'm, I'm, ta- yeah, <laughs> I'm talking like, like just like in terms of the fans, because super teams, yeah. like in terms of likeness, people love Aaron Donald as a fan. People love Jalen Ramsey because he talks his shit and he backs it up. He's the only corner in the NFL that really is beacon at people every single day, and then and then backing it up on the field. Although he did get absolutely torched on that one play when he. Yelled at that number eleven on the Rams to switch off, and then he got towards the next play. Um, so funny. Uh, however, you look at that offense, like people, like Odell was liked until he went to Cleveland, and then he became like a big back bitch in Cleveland. Yeah. However, he gets out of there, and you look at him; he's performing really, really, really well in LA and quietly, and and quietly, like he's yeah. he's getting he's not he's not getting fifteen targets a game, but he's catching almost every single ball that's thrown his way. He's not having stupid drops. He's he's so good on the sidelines as well. That's one thing I always notice about Odell is he can toe tap like no other. Like since like prime AB, yeah. like this guy he toe taps, and like he's so good after the catch. Like I I'm still I'm back on the Odell bandwagon, and I'm happy that he's he's uh, get, might help the Rams win a Super Bowl. He will. I, and that... sorry, you go ahead, Brady. There you go. Um, one thing I have to say about Odell and I was thinking about this a lot today because you're completely right like he is a phenomenal like he is such a skilled and talented receiver yeah like when he's good he's great and he's been that exactly but do you think and to use your words exactly yeah do you think he's a mental midget Hmm. I'm like I'm not even kidding yeah like yeah he is when it starts to get to his head you see it like he does not perform well and I think yes Baker was the problem but he didn't do himself any favors because he created a lot of problems as well and that might have worked out in his favor yeah but he created a ton of problems honestly honestly like I I I never really thought about it um but like yeah I think like you talk about like you go game by game, right? And you like look at like when he and Josh Norman beaked at each other. Yeah. Josh Norman shut him the fuck up. When the, when when Josh Norman got in his dome, like Odell Odell didn't do much in that game. He had one big catch. It was like for forty yards, and he like started talking his shit. And then Josh Norman got right back in his face. And this was peak Josh Norman as well when yeah. he played that one season with the Panthers. Then all of a sudden we caught him and he fell off a cliff. Yeah. Um. But like, 
he does get in his own head, and I wonder if, like, you know, it was the one game against against Carolina, but then it was the three seasons in Cleveland. I think he was just in his own head the entire time. And for those of you listening that don't know what a mental midget is, that's me on a golf course. Um, <laughs> it, it essentially, like, you, you like one small thing really gets you, and it throws off your entire entire state. That's what a mental midget is. And I think Odell does get let a lot of stuff get to him. And I think I think Matt Stafford's a perfect quarterback for him, a guy that can swing the ball, but a guy that's also like really level-headed. Baker is not like a, a level-headed individual. He's not a no. leader like Matt Stafford is. It's, I think Odell yeah. needed a veteran leader, and he got that. I also so I for the record, like you took the words right out of my mouth. I think Stafford being on that team yeah. is what's keeping him like you know because like he's they're obviously making each other happy. Like Stafford loves having a talented target out there. Uh, Odell loves the volume he's getting as well as the passes he's getting from a should-be future Hall of Fame quarterback. But I also think McVay has a lot to do with that because I think when we were talking about how uh, the LA Rams have such a mix between like these players that you love and these players that you don't, and Aaron Donald's not a part of this problem. I wouldn't even call it a problem, but... Uh, I think McVeigh has a very like buy in or get out attitude. And it is true in the sense that like if Sean McVeigh were to look you in the eyes and tell you he didn't need you, but he wants you there, like how do you not die for that man? Yeah. I think I, I think the biggest thing about Sean McVay is that he's a player's coach through and through. Like people want to play for that guy just like they want to play for Dan Campbell. Oh, absolutely. Like, he but you see him on the sidelines. He's like he's the first one down after like every single touchdown. He's bucking it. He's yeah. full speed yeah. right to the corners. He did a there. Lambo leap. He even scored the touchdown. No, him. but like McVay, <laughs> get down. I mean, I mean, I guess that's what happens when he's the youngest player on your entire entire roster. Yeah, he is. Uh, he looks like he's fifteen. Yeah, but like. Like people love to play for that guy, and I think he, I, I think something that Sean McVay really does that I think is better than his play calling and everything like that is he gets every last bit of talent out of his players. Like if you look at guys like Cooper Cup, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, these guys have become three of the top players at their position in the league. Stafford became a top three quarterback this year's statistically probably. So he was top three, and the other three were number one this year. Yeah, exactly. You look at Odell. Odell had. Six touchdowns in Cleveland. He had six this year with LA. Yeah, right. Like he he brought out so much talent and so many players. I think like I think Sean McVay is is argue like I understand his ro- his roster is stacked with talent, but he brings out that talent in everybody. He is he is the most important piece on that team. Sean McVay is the anti Bill. We're trademarking that. Yeah, <laughs> the anti Bill. He, he just gets everyone to buy in together. Yeah. And I think that's also, like, it's not just Matt and Sean. Like, with uh, Odell, it's like, oh, like, we really have something here. Yeah. And it's not like he never had that in Cleveland ever. Because no. they were never in he, it together. You had it, you had it for, for two games in the playoffs last year. And, like, because that's a really good point. Like, Cleveland strikes me from the outside as one of those teams where it's like, you've got a lot of phenomenal talent, but it seems like phenomenal individual talent yeah. yeah yeah that's a good way to put it you have a lot of you have a lot of you have talent at positions but you don't have team talent yep zero team talent. I, and the, the that's team, a really good way to put it no one believed in them fans didn't believe in them the team didn't believe in them i think i was yep. the only one <laughs> and and baker was just like, odell knew baker was shit it's yeah. like oh yeah he had flashes like daniel jones okay he's a, better than daniel jones but like, yeah jones will have like a drive where he just looks like god i don't know and then the next 
no. Watch Daniel Jones highlights. He's a, that man's a phenom. Wait, no, no, no. Th- like that's what I'm saying. I think Daniel Jones is oh. low key better than Baker. Oh, Mayfield. okay, okay, okay. Like, okay. Do you so think so? I think he has more potential. Yeah. I just think that's purely because he's younger. I, I like. I agree. With I, you, I think. Like, I think they're both. They both I, suck. I, I think. Yeah, Baker's they're, they're tapped both. out. I don't think Baker's gonna show us something we don't already know. And I think by, Baker Baker needs like a <laughs> like another round. Of, I, you know what? I want to talk about the Browns at a later date because yeah, they're they're one yeah, of the most yeah. interesting teams in the NFL because we'll they're so close to removed from being like a dominant team. Um, however, I think they like I I have a couple ideas on how like on what they should do, but hire us. They're out of they're out of the playoffs. We yeah. don't care about them. Um, by the way, uh, I I I picked the Rams to to win that game. Good pick. Good pick. Yeah, I and think I, the f- the first two. I think Aiden did too. Um, the first two yes. games, those were like easy ups or no, no. Uh, uh, you were the only one that picked the Niners. The first three of us picked the Packers. First two games were hard. I think I would have been surprised if the Titans was on one, and I would have been surprised if the Packers won. But with the two games on Sunday, I'm like anyone can win, and that like that makes total sense. I I agree with that. So you and Ryan picked the box. Aiden and I picked the. The, the Rams, honestly, that is one we're looking back on it. Like, you look at you look at the Niners-Packers game, right, where Brady's the only one that picked right, and, like, I'm like, you know what? Hindsight 2020, like, with that all in, yeah, like, maybe maybe I should have picked the Niners, like, just based on based yes. on the Packers, like, being, being sorry, Ryan, you might want to cover yours, being frauds. <laughs> um, they are. But to be fair, I look, said if I was using my brain, I would have picked the 49ers. Exactly. And, and Ryan, I should, I, that was the right thing. I should, I should have listened to your brain, Ryan, but your yes. heart got me, like yeah. always. Um, I, I think, I think this game, it, like 50 50, the box, they, they, they were out of it and then they were right back in it. It was super entertaining. In my opinion, my favorite game of the weekend was this one. And it's because it didn't end the way it stupidly. usually does. Oh. Like the next game was was I think I mean like I didn't win and a Brady win. No, I, and honestly, I would have been fine if, if if Brady walked it off and the Rams missed on that last one. That would have been okay. That would have been okay with me. Uh, if for if if Brady made that comeback and won it, it's the best game of the weekend. The most entertaining game of the weekend was the next one that we're going to talk about, but it wasn't the best just because of the way it ended. Yes, yeah. I agree with that. Um, but yeah, obviously, L.A. You know, they go up twenty-seven-three and. Anytime a anytime a team can do that, you just deserve to win. Like the deserve a win a meter that you see in NHL. You got a ninety nine percent win probability. Over ninety nine. Seen lower. <laughs> seen lower. Um. So yeah, yeah. Props on Brady for doing another twenty seven to three, or twenty eight to three, then twenty seven to three. Like I don't think that's happened. Before. You weren't with us when we were watching that game, but when they when they were at twenty, right, and they scored they scored to go up twenty six to three. I was I was saying go for two, just go for two, make yeah. it twenty eight to three, and then just crush the bit, <laughs> just crush the bit. But they obviously went for one, That's and then still, still, still almost had the comeback. Yeah, yeah, still, still a curse lead either way. Twenty seven, twenty eight to three. Like you can't do that against. Brady's got three points. Like you know how they're like these, like the most dangerous versions of people. It's like it's like Kobe and um in like like the Air Canada Center mm-hmm. uh, against the Raptors when he dropped eighty one. How are you? Mm-hmm. Um, LeBron with the mask or like. Um, yes. Uh, I don't know. Crosby coming off an injury. Uh, or no. Uh, Reebok Crosby with like the the O stick and and uh and Reebok pump skate. Visor Ovechkin. Uh, visor mirrored visor Ovechkin. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's Brady with three points on the board. That's that's the most dangerous, that's the most dangerous apex player on the planet. Brady with three and a half. Yeah, that's that's a good one. That's funny. yeah. Um, so yes, they did come back. Blah blah blah. Um, 
it's like, yeah, Bucks deserve to lose, whatever. But I think this also, because, like, everyone looks at it, oh, Rams won, Cooper, MVP, had People. 200 yards. They look great. The defense, but. Can I guess what you're going to say? Uh, yes. They almost gave it up. Yeah, they, they, they're, they're they beatable. They almost fucking blew it. They're beatable. They're very like if you can't protect a twenty-seven to three lead. That's that's three scores with two point conversions. You how, have to get all your two point conversions. That's how are you scores. supposed to defend your ten point lead in the Super Bowl? Or okay, assuming they win versus yeah. the Niners, but the Niners are fucking dangerous. We know like if they're up by ten versus Kansas City, who is better? Right now, offensively, than the Bucks, I would say with the Bucks yes, have weapons. Bu- bu- uh, yes, roster yes. today's roster, right? Yeah. Injuries and everything. Tyree Kill, yeah. If if you're up by ten or fourteen and you can't def- like fuck like a twenty four point lead, that's stupid. And you give it up just like that because you said that in our group chat, right? You're like, this is this is a big. They're getting exposed here when they when they made the comeback, and I, everyone's gonna look past it because unlike the Falcons. They didn't blow the full lead. Yeah. Right. The 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 Patriots won the game against the Falcons. Well, they blew the full lead. They just got a field goal to like they they blew the lead. Or do you mean like they didn't give up the lead? No, they won. Uh, so essentially, uh, what I'm saying is Patriots, t- Patriots came back and won. Yeah. The uh, the Buccaneers came back and lost, and it's going to get forgotten in history yeah. because the Rams didn't lose. However, yeah. Like Brady said, that's that's. Bad. That's a weakness. It's That's bad. a glaring, like, glaring like red flag. The Rams yeah. are still my pick, but that that's changing my. It's concerning. Uh, it's changing my opinion a bit because they're they're over the lock for me. Even the back like it's quietly when the Bucks were still in it, like the Rams were my. I don't know if I said in the pot or not, and but like I really like the Rams. I still do, but it's like now it's like mm, I know the Chiefs can hold a lead. I don't so- know. If- uh, Rams can. Now. This is gonna sound really stupid. Here we go. Here we go. No, no, no. Like, no, no, no. It's not. It's okay, not like that them. stupid. Yeah. I actually think it does hold some merit. I just like I understand what you guys are saying, but those teams don't have Tom Brady, and that's my biggest thing. And yeah. I'm actually being serious about that. Like, do you think Jimmy Garoppolo could do that? No, I, no, if no. But 40, I think there's one guy the, left in the playoffs that can. Mahomes I, is the only other guy. I, I think he can. I think he can. But my other thing is, I think the rant, like the first thing I think that came from Sean McVay's mouth was that's a learning experience. Like in that locker room, like yeah. I, I don't. Like the Rams are a much better coach team and have a far better defense than that Atlanta Falcons team did. And I think like I think they're gonna capitalize upon this as a learning experience. Like, look at that. We had the greatest, like one of the greatest competitors of all time, like drive us against the wall there. Like he literally did what he's best at. We watched it firsthand. We cannot let that happen. Because if the Chiefs do that to us, because like let's face it, like it will likely be a Rams Chiefs Super Bowl. Yeah. So and if it is, if it is, we are so lucky. Yeah. Right? Like the Super Bowl can either be really good or really shit this year. Mm-hmm. But I think I honestly think like if the Rams aren't like taking that experience and learning from it, they're morons. Um I I a hundred percent agree. Um my thing is, it just kind of it like, it, well, you know what? You actually do raise a good point because Brady World Juniors, right? Canada steamrolls through the first regular season, ga- like regular season games. We're both going, 
all right, we need a close one here. We need to we need to lose here just to humble them, right? Like you don't want you don't want to go into the regular season or the playoffs and and being like, oh yeah, we've steamrolled uh, like Slovakia and Switzerland, right? Oh, yeah. right. And then you have to play the U.S., Finland, Sweden, and Russia, and yes. like and then you just get oh, you get mollywopped because you because yeah. like you you're over, you're overconfident. Yep. I think if the the Rams could take away from this and become a much better team because now they've been like okay. We know no weed is safe in these playoffs, and I and and like you know you understand that you played against Tom Brady, but hopefully these guys are pro athletes and they realize that like they will yeah. other other quarterbacks can do that too. It's not just Tom Brady. So yep. yeah, that's anyway, it is a really good point, Aiden. It's a really good point. However, um, go Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, I I think just to, and we'll get to Ryan in a second with his thoughts, um, but I think for the Rams this was a perfect game because it's like. Yeah. They got that adversity. Their backs were against the wall. They lost the lead. They beat the GOAT. Um, they beat the GOAT. Um, I know some of the older players took it well, but I saw Cam Akers, even after the game, he was, like, so upset. He did play like shit. He, and he, and it, it was – a lot of it was his fault. Like, yeah. obviously, Cooper had a, a fumble. A, really. a fumble. It was a bad one, too. Like, I don't even think – it wasn't a clean punch. It just kind of, like, hit just his arm. Uh, the center, Stafford had a miscommunication. The yeah. ball went flying back. So – it wasn't just Cam Akers, but he had two or one fumble, two, two fumbles, two fumbles, and he blamed himself really hard. So hold yourself accountable. You should, yeah, exactly. But so for younger players, you know, we'll see. Is this confident shot, even though he won, or is he gonna come back? Or yeah, like I, you gotta does wonder, like Michelle get more carries? Fred Warner or Bosa getting in the backfield early on Akers cause another fumble. Does that create some big issues for this guy? Or yeah, um, you know, maybe maybe he's not a mental midget. He bounces back. He's strong and 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 he he uh sorry mental little person and uh, he bounces back strong and then he um. You know, I, I this game against the Niners is it, well, obviously it's going to be telling of what team we're going to see in in the Super Bowl because you know it's a team that we're going to see in the Super Bowl. But I'm re- I'm really excited for that matchup. If if anyone can bounce back from anything, it's Cam Akers at this point. It, yeah, it torn ACL and and yeah, he's already yeah. back and he's running really hard. Um, yeah, you're right. Yep. So, and for the Bucks, very embarrassing, fucking abysmal. Yeah. Do you think that. Brady's gone? Yes or no? Just you. Oh. No. No, we'll, uh, we'll yeah. do that same question after Ryan speaks, and yeah. uh, and I could play the injury card, but I, I don't care. That's part of the sport. You got to win without it. So yeah. it's unfortunate. It's, but it's that's sad it to think uh, what could have been if we had all. Uh, but yeah. you could do that for every team. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, any takeaways? Panthers had Christian McCaffrey. Else, they'd be in the Super Bowl. Um, from the Bucks, uh, Rams game. Uh, I actually thought that the that the Rams played above the level that I that I thought their team was at. Like they played up is what I'm saying. Um I thought the Bucks defense was a lot better than they played for sure. Um either that or the the Rams offensive line did an excellent job. And they might have. Um I'd have to, you know, go back they, and no, rewatch and they, stuff. They, yeah. The line was perfection. They, we had one sack and it was like Sue. So barely a sack. So to uh to um I guess to stop like Devin White, Levante David, uh, Sue, uh, Vita Via, like it, the amount of people, like the the amount of firepower that Bucks defense had was incredible. I thought nobody was going to stop them, and honestly, they were my about right after they lost that horrendous game, they became my Super Bowl picks for this year. Um, I said they weren't going to lose another game, um, so I was wrong. But I also thought that the Bucks had the worst game that they could possibly have on the worst day. Like I, I think that Bucks team normally would be that Rams team. It just with football at any given day, right? It's so I think yeah. the Bucks team was better, but 
the Rams played better. That's just how it was. I thought. Yep. It's just yeah. Also, defend- also if they had a uh, if they had their right tackle, um, I think the Bucks probably win that game. We'll have to right We're, tackle. Worst, worst left, right? Right. Donovan Smith is left. He had oh, the worst game of his left? life. Huh? Oh, never mind. I'm an idiot. I'm dumb. I don't know my left and right. Worst is right. Um. Oh, yeah, he's, everyone, not, he's not even important on the field. No, everyone just decided to have the worst game of their lives, and you know that was that was fine. And uh, they they'll bounce back next year. Uh, Keish, Tom Brady, where's he? What's ha- what's happening? He's coming back for the box. To for the box. He's coming back for the box. I think he's done. I can't believe it. <laughs> I I just I just I just can't believe it. We've been through this for the last ten years, where it's like Tom Brady's thirty six. He's done. No, Why? No, no, no. I, what, what's what, different what's now? Different he's just year. he just had his best season. No, ever. no, no, no. But okay, so and this is like this is something minor, but it's something that he's been talking about since the season ended. And my thing is, this isn't like trolling Tom because Tom wouldn't like troll about his family. He says that. All the time, though. I, I was gonna say, no, I've heard no, this no. So Apparent, many times. No, apparently he does. So many times. Apparently yes, he, he does. But also, so what age is he turning? Forty-five. What age did he say he wanted to play until? Fifty. Fifty, no, he brother. Said, he said forty-five. No, he said fifty. No, no, no. no, no. no. Get, he said forty-five. He said forty-five. This year he said fifty. This year he said fifty because he hit forty-five. Giselle will not let him play until fifty. I would. Well, no. Place okay. a million dollars on it. I don't think he's playing. I, until 50. Like no, no, no. Listen, 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 listen. If he retires, it's not because he wants to. And I said that. I don't think he wants to retire, but I think he will be for, if not this year, like maybe next year. And you know what? I am very likely wrong. Like this, I I know this is a very hot take and I know we've been through this, but he cannot play forever. I don't think it has anything to do with his body or like, cause like, I think he's still playing at a very, like he should be the NFL's MVP this year. He's playing at a very competitive level, mm-hmm. um, and his body is clearly not failing him. I don't think he needs to retire. That's not my point. I'm not saying, oh, we should retire on top, because I don't think he's going to hit a brick wall next season. If he comes back, he will perform. Like yeah. he's, He'll still be Tom Brady. Yep. I just, I think he would do it in the most Tom Brady fashion ever. Like, he would retire when, because like, I, you know what? Besides the NFL insiders that are saying, oh, Tom Brady said this in an interview and I think he's like retiring or whatever, like everyone is calling these guys like idiots. They're like, why would he retire? He's at the top of his game. But it's like at the same time, like, well, he's still so physically healthy. Like, don't you think he wants to go like do things that he could not do as an NFL player, like with his family? Like, No, I don't. You don't think so? Name one thing. He does it all in the offseason. Well, like skiing and he stuff? Does that. I don't know. He does ski. And does he goes he? cliff jumping. Oh, And everyone okay. freaks out about it. Well, like, but... You see Justin Herbert dunk? Anyone else see that? Yeah. yeah. Everyone, Pat Mahomes, he dunked once and he got locked down for the rest of his career. Yeah. <laughs> Herbert's getting the same treatment. Look it up. Like, he goes snowboarding, skiing, cliff no, jumping. Like, like, he does everything. So, it's like... And it's like, at this point, like, I understand the family thing, but it's like... That it would have made more sense when the kids were like babies and little, you had to be there for yeah. them. But now they're all grown up. So but, it's like But no, but that's even more the reason to want to be there for your kid. Like take them to sports, like, you know, just be a dad. And I know and like here's the problem with that statement because Tom Brady will never just be a dad. Yeah. Like, like he, he'll he'll be doing what Tony Robo's doing. Too. It's it's the same with well, it's the same with <laughs> 
that's messed up. No, it's it's the same with like any NFL player. Like you can't just take your kids to sports and be like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna go watch their practice. Like that's not a possibility, right? Because you're Tom LeBron, Brady. LeBron does it though. He's more famous than the Tom Brady. Yeah, but those kids, those kids that play high school basketball get more clout than he does. But like, okay, so uh, like, I just mean like, because Tom Brady isn't as like LeBron's like a very like, I I don't know how to explain this. Like, I feel like I would be less amazed seeing LeBron in public than I would be Tom Brady. I don't know if that makes any sense. I feel like Tom, like Tom Brady's just so much of a less public guy. Yeah, he's way less public. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like. There, I Tom Brady could never go to just live a normal life, and that sounds like a stupid thing because no famous athlete can. Like LeBron could never live a for like a uh, normal life, but I feel like LeBron loves the attention, whereas Tom yeah. would be like, "Oh, get out of my face!" Like, yeah, uh, I'm just saying. Like, I, I think if Giselle was gonna tell him to stop, it, it would have been by now. Like, she is all in. I, I she's she always has been and Brady that's all Brady says it's like it's up to Giselle it's yeah. not my choice it's her choice okay and but like, she she is like Tom like t- team Tom like she wants him to win 15 rings you know yeah what I mean? like no and so like you know I I understand that but at the same time and I know this is something we all understand like he won't walk away from the game like he so for the record he'll never walk away from the game he said he would. No, no, no. He won't walk away. He'll have to be dragged away from the game. No, he said he will very happily voluntarily retire if he if he knows that he's no longer good. And he said that yesterday on his I, podcast. He said so, okay. if 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 I cannot contribute to like to a winning team giving them a the best shot at the Super Bowl that I can, I will I really want someone else to get the chance to do that. If I suck, I'm hanging them up. Okay. And he knows he's on that play, so I think he's saying I'm not ready to retire. I can play till fifty, but if Giselle says, you know, Tom, I really want you to retire, or like I need you, I need help, I need this and that, um, then he would. Yeah, but, and we also okay. don't know the home life. Like he could be a fantastic dad. I know he's home every single week, the whole yep. week with the family. So it's like, oh, he's gone two days a week, kind of thing. I think no, it's and fine. like, and you know what? Like I get that, but he like is actually on record this season saying like he does have thoughts about i think like giselle deserves this his kids deserve this it's like he he has been on record this week saying that yeah you know he did yeah but like apparently like but i'm talking about rapaport like not just random nfl inside like i'm talking about rapaport Schefter. like they're all saying like this is like Brady is saying stuff that he hasn't said before about potentially stepping away. And there are things. And so Pat McAfee mentioned something on his show um, that there was, I I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was a quote unquote, like it was like a rumor or something that was being said about Tom walking away. And it was one of those things that if it was like, like Tom would try to nip that right in the bud if it wasn't true. And Pat McAfee and Tom Brady aren't friends. They're not even acquaintances. Like they've never actually met. Well, their their acquaintances is like Tom sends but, them stuff. Yeah, they're like they they know each other through, but like if, they've hang, never they met. Hang out, they just like, like yeah. um but from what I understand, like but that's the thing. You hear about like 
Pat knows guys that know Tom very well, and it's like you, I I don't think he would say something like that if it wasn't true. You know what I mean? And I I think this is all stuff that I've heard. I don't know Tom Brady. I don't know anyone close to Tom Brady, so no, I don't have any like insider information. But this is all just like stuff that I'm hearing, stuff that I'm seeing. Apparently, this off season seems a lot different. I'm I'm just. As someone who follows Tom Moore, it, this is exactly fair, the same okay, as 20, fair 2018. Fair as enough. someone that, that has a good friend that follows Tom more than you, I, I would say it's the same thing. Exactly I'm, the same. And I'm, I think every NFL player, the day you're drafted, you, you you have a family or you have a girlfriend or you have kids or you have this. It's like you're always thinking like, oh, I don't see them enough. Should I retire? Should I do this? Should I do that? And some people do like Calvin Johnson, let's say, or whoever. But yeah. it's like, um, I think this is just, the same okay. old shit. All Tom said is like, I'm going to be thinking about my future and I'll make a decision. Or Okay. It's fair it's, enough. It's what he always says. It's what he said when he came to Tampa and he made that fake commercial of him hanging, like retiring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's stuff like that. I think I, so then, yeah. you know what? I'll, I'll change my answer. I'll say no. I expect in the next couple of years though. Like, right. yes, me too. We do. We do got to, uh, yes. Ryan, yeah. Ryan, what's your pick? I hate, Break, I'm not, I don't pull um, it in. He plays. He plays two more years. Um, oh, I like that. Yeah. Like we talked about earlier, I think he's afraid of the Manning drop off, but who knows? He's built different. He, so he knows he's Brady and he has a better team. So as long as he has an O line, he's good. Well, Bills the years, sh- the year that Peyton okay. dropped off, you, he won the Super Bowl. No, after that, it's not like he, has, he had a bad team. No, but the Bucks are better than the team he was on. Anyways, anyways, uh, last game of the of the playoffs, Brady. What was it? If if somebody doesn't already know. Bills and Chiefs, uh, Chiefs won in overtime uh, after the craziest last two minutes. Let's talk about the last two minutes. Um, and then, well, the, the last two minutes was I, Patrick Mahomes threw more more yards in the last two minutes than than a lot of quarterbacks threw in games this year, especially Jimmy. It was just just under two hundred yards. Like, um, sorry, I I just I I'm getting choked up here thinking about this game. Well, what an unbelievable game, right? Like. I just we're sitting there and I'm like, all right, it's over, it's over. Chief, Bills win. Oh, it's over. The Chiefs win. Oh, it's over. The Bills win. Oh, it's going to overtime. Oh, the Chiefs won the coin toss. There's the game, and that that's that's how it ended. Um, it's it's really really unfortunate that that's how that game ended. Um, but the one thing that I can I I'll say you know we can try and speed this game along. Unfortunately, I would really like to go do a deep dive analysis. Um. Mahomes is everything that he is chalked up to be. He had no help from his defense, especially when Tyron Matthew went out. That defense looked terrible. Josh Allen shredded them. And no no, no shade to Josh Allen. He played amazing. Um, and it's not just because that defense was terrible. Josh Allen played amazing. However, there was just miscue after miscue on that defense. There was like three deep shots to Gabe Davis where he was just wide open. Unbelievable game from that guy, by the way. Um, that's looking like a two-headed monster going into next season with Diggs. And, and then now Gabriel Davis. Um, Mahomes, though, early on in that game, he put that team on his back. That first drive, all he did was run. Ryan said, if if you're going to run your offense through Mahomes, that's not sustainable. Bills by a million. That's not the direct quote, but I don't have my phone on me. Right. Well, it's on me, but I don't, I'm don't. i not looking at it. Um, Mahomes played well, If you want what I actually said is that the, that drive was unsustainable because he ran for like 70 yards of it. So Yeah. They actually yeah, didn't even do that moving forward. 
Exactly. And 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 that's the thing. Like Mahomes everyone credits Josh Allen for being like the a great dual threat quarterback, which he is. And again, this is no shade no shade to Josh Allen because that guy played an outstanding game. Um however Mahomes also can run. He can run the football really, really effectively. And he and he showed that against the Bills. And then the other thing is that he is he is just an absolute nail. That guy is not phased by anything. And like I think after taking the absolute beating that he did in the Super Bowl last year. Um, he came back this year, started off so slow. Remember, the Chiefs were three and four at one point this year. Now they're the one seed, and they just knocked off the Bills. Mm-hmm. That that team is not built as a championship roster. The Chiefs are not; they don't have a great defense. And I, I am still firmly in hockey, in 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 all sports. Defense wins championships. Offense wins games. Defense wins championships. Yep. One slight asterisk or caveat, however you want to call it, Mahomes. I think I think he alone with with well he alone, not to mention he's paired up with a top five receiver in Tyreek Hill. I, I'll admit that I was wrong, and um and Travis Kelsey who commanded the entire offense on that last drive. He told Hill what route to run, and then he told Mahomes he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna bang the scene route inside. Yeah. I'm gonna be wide open. Feed it to me." And then Mahomes like, "Do it, do it, do it." Oh, sorry, if anyone wants to do a Kermit voice and throw in the do it there, um. Well, number one tight end, and then a top five O line. Yeah, uh, yeah, and a top five O line, and then the number one quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, say what you want about Rodgers, Mah- Brady being being well, number one quarterback left in the league. You know what? I'm not going to get into that debate. Yeah. Mahomes is my number one quarterback in the NFL, and probably like a top three player in the NFL. Um, I think he alone can can bring another ring back to KC. However, there. There is not a more unlikable family in sports. His his fiance and his and his his brother are just despicable people. I hate them both. Wow. Um, and it, it's just it's so annoying because he, Mahomes himself is so likable. If you look at his interview, he's that was the first football interview that I was like, damn, this guy could be a hockey player because the very first thing he said was about Tyreek and Kelsey being studs. The next thing he said was Josh Allen was unbelievable. And there was not one I mentioned in that thing. He did not talk about himself once. And and I I just I, he played so well. He ran the ball really well. He threw the ball perfectly. Uh, that throw to Kelsey, the fade right at the back, unbelievable touch on that ball. He's not just a deep ball swinger like people some people call him. Um, it's just it, it, people are rooting against him because of two people, and that is his fiance and his brother, and that is so unfortunate. I okay, no, 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 but like I haven't seen anyone root against him i think people are rooting against him because his family they don't want anything good to happen to them i see it all the time on social media no 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 i see it happen to like the chiefs but like i'll say this i think like his his family acts as like a lightning rod for him he could do the stupidest thing on the football field but it doesn't matter because like britney and uh jackson will always find a way to like one up him and yeah. do something. Dude, he could he, like we talk about the media like 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 giving him tummy sticks. He's like throwing the sidearm passes, but then all everyone wants to talk about is Brittany Mahomes spraying champagne on the Chiefs fans. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think was stupid by the way, because they would be cold. <laughs> yeah, it was uh it it was stupid on her part. I don't I don't think it's like a it's also the divisional round. I also saw a really funny meme of like um remember what they did to whose whose mom was it? 
that they stuck up in the rafters at Arrowhead. Oh, Lamar Jackson's. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was Lamar's mom. Lamar. I saw a meme of like That's so bad. Uh, um, <laughs> Josh Allen's mom at today's game, and it's like it's like a row of seats, and then there's two seats that the only thing you can see they're just directly in front of a wall, straight wall. <laughs> they're just staring at a wall, and I'm like, "That's hilarious." Um, um but yeah, a hell of a game. Shitty way to end it. It's very unfortunate. Caleb, Bills fan, ex friend of the ex. Guest of the pod, current friend of the pod. Gotta be careful with that one. That's funny. Um, and Tiggs. And and Tig as well. That we we watched yeah. the we watched the game with him. Funky Tiggs. Um, how to give how to give how to give Funky <laughs> if you Tig. You know you know. Uh, had to give Funky Tig a you know, a hug. Uh, it's unfortunate. It's an unfortunate loss for Bills fans. But I think like Mahomes and Josh Allen both said we're gonna see that for another fifteen years. So don't be too sad. You'll get it again soon. I was I was about to say the only thing I want to add to this conversation, short and sweet. The NFL's in good hands with. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. I'm looking forward to the uh, AFC championships the new, that we get to watch in the future. Hopefully they're that's in the new Man. That's new Manning and Brady. Yep. Easy. It's the new man. Well, okay. Maybe, maybe like Manning and Breeze because we've still got another 15 years of Tom Brady. So, oh, um, yeah. I'm going to keep then, making uh, that joke until he retires. I also liked how Josh Allen said um, he, he didn't complain with the overtime the rules. The rule. And yeah. then Andy Reid said both teams should have the ball. Yeah. So, I think he has to say that because he's. He they both the have rules. to say. They both have to say that, but you do like hearing. Especially it. Andy, who yeah. they were proposing the rule to change the overtime yeah. because they were shafted by Patriots. But comes full circle. Anyways, Ryan. Yeah, the only thing I can add is that um, although this weekend was like really like fun and exciting football, um, another Super Bowl with the same three, four teams that we see every year. Um, even if the Bucks won, um, like 49ers were in it like a couple years ago, Rams were in it a couple years ago, Chiefs are in it every year. Um, it's just getting a little bit boring and repetitive, but the football was good. So I was really pulling for the Buffalo to win, um, and now I'm really pulling for Cincinnati to win. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, I can so add. let's let's go into let's go into that game. Quick predictions, I guess. Uh, we got Cincinnati at the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Joey said today that uh. SEC gets way louder than any NFL stadium he has been in, so he says there's no concern about playing at Arrowhead and how loud it will be because it does not compare to SEC, which is correct. It's not that's not even cocky. That's just that's not like college football fans are way better than NFL fans. That's not what's his face saying. The NFL's slower. Um, Justin Justin Fields being like, <laughs> oh, the NFL so slow gets sacked nine times in the yeah, first game. I think it's that's real slow. That's. That's like an objective observation. I thought it was funny. You're like, oh, you're concerned about the crowd noise on the road? He's like, brother, the SEC is way better than this. But, uh, yeah, Aiden, what's your, uh, what are you looking for? And, uh, what are you looking for in the game? And who do you think going to win? I think it's going to be a uh, budget Bills and Chiefs, but I think the Chiefs are going <laughs> to <laughs> yes, I, Bills and Chiefs. Uh, two offenses, yeah, two high-powered offenses. Uh, yeah. But oh, by the way, by the way, uh, by the way, by the way, by the way, the scores for last week: uh, Aiden went one and three, Brady was two and oh. two, uh, Ryan was also one and three, and then I was three and one. Wow! Yeah. So you're winning now. I am winning. Um, two like non-top five defenses, and then high-powered offenses. So I think we see another shootout. Uh, yeah, Keish. I got the Chiefs, man. Chiefs. Oh, I got the Chiefs. Mahomes. I'm. I'm. They're my Super Bowl pick again. Ryan has the Bengals, and I will also pick the Bengals. Nice. Good um, split. Big underdogs. Just gonna continue riding it. Um, I like it. 
Nothing can get to Joey. Are you going to take the underdog in the next game, too? Are the Chiefs the 3 o'clock game? I have no idea. Okay. Uh, well, then, then. The next take... game would be Niners at the Rams. It is. It would be the Niners at the Rams, okay. and that is the late game. Um, Aiden, what are you, what are you looking for? Uh, what's your pick? He's just um, looking for Jimmy G to take off his helmet a couple times. That's what Aiden's looking yeah, for. Okay. No. What's yours? Uh, <laughs> oh. Um, I'm going Rams, and I don't think it's going to be close. Rams and not close. All right. All right, should I put NC next to the Rams? Yeah, clip, clip that. Because, yeah. Not the Niners close. slapped them twice already, so we'll see what happen, what happens this time. Clipped and shipped and ready to be made fun of again. Yeah, not even going to be close. Uh, Ryan, what do you got for, for Rams and Niners? Rams. Rams. Bengals, Rams, Super Bowl for Ryan. Yeah. Brady? Uh Rams. Bengals, Rams, Super Bowl for Ryan. So we all so we're all going with the Rams, so that's lovely. Can I can I change my answer then? Do you, <laughs> like, want, do you want the Bengals? No, or do no. you want the, the Niners? No. I'm I'm sticking my, with my, it's gonna be I was, close. <laughs> I was just kidding because it's we're we're all gonna doubt the 49ers again and they're just gonna I don't care. I will I will doubt them this time. I know. I, I, I didn't you know even doubt them. I said they were going to win. <laughs> I, I, I knew, knew they were going to win. I'm going to continue. I'm just kidding. I'm going to press X to doubt on the Niners all the time. I, like, just, that is just... I, I hate the Niners so much. Let, I don't, let I don't the record it. show the my brain says the Chiefs, but my heart says the Bengals. It, it means dick all, brother. It will be Chiefs and Rams, but yes. I hate the I Chiefs. I was going to so, say uh, before, before Brady answered mean. me, I was going to say... Uh, I want to be very clear: the Chiefs will win this game, but I need the Bengals I to agree. win for my mental health. So, right, fair enough. Um, um, the pick is Bengals. Yes. The pick is in. Um, really quick, who is going to be the most valuable player of the entire weekend for all four teams? Aiden, like, sorry, no, just like one player. Oh, between like, all but four teams. this this up this weekend, okay. who's going to be the best player from the weekend? Uh, no quarterbacks or. You can say quarterback if you want. I'm it's kind of boring though. Like I mean, we're here for hot takes, not boring. Well, okay. Um, if we're not, if we're trying to stay away from quarterbacks, then I will go. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm it's supposed to be quick. I know. Sorry, I, uh, Cooper Cup. Great pick, Brady. Not a good pick. Um, Jamar Chase. <laughs> Jamar Chase. Ryan. No, Jamar Chase. Ooh, I'm gonna say uh, Jalen Ramsey has two picks. That's my pick. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's Jimmy. He got so, absolutely yeah. cooked last week. Yeah, yeah, but at least this week he doesn't have to cover Debo because that'll be the linebackers' problem. Running back. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Cooper's gonna have a nice break next game. He doesn't have to try too hard. I don't you know. think so. He's not gonna eighty yards. You know. All right, all right fellas. Uh, run, run one, the game once again. Um, no time for the check-in. It's football first. It's an hour and a half. Um, right, mental health but is very important. Football. Happy Happy Bellwets Talk Day. Talk, talk to your uh, friends. Talk, talk to your, talk to your, talk to your, oh, I guess we're recording this about mental health. Oh, let's talk day, but um, it doesn't matter what day it is. Listen to talk, your er, talk to your friends every day. Just your, not the family, just your friends. Brady, man, just shut up. Mental health is not important. <laughs> uh, <laughs> mental health is very important. Check in with your friends all the time. Um, and what, so the one thing I would love to hear people's opinions on, like the debate we had at the beginning of the pod. So if you have one, just shoot us a text or shoot us a message. We think uh, we figured it out. Yeah, we we'll, we'll kiss later. I, we adapt. Yeah, yeah. Ryan, you got your city good. Okay, may your puns behind down inside the tank. Good night, boys and girls. Let's go Bengals. And stay classy, Cold Harbor. Oh, that's good.